diversity, culture, humanity. Welcome to Mark Talk. What's up, guys? Welcome to another Mark Talk. Today, we're going solo. Just you and I, baby. So, um, a bunch of you have thrown at me some questions, which I love. And I'm going to try to get through as many as possible with the uh, time that we have. Before I do, though, I got to give a shout out to some of you awesome patrons. First and foremost, Yaman Zain. I always appreciate you. I see you. And I see how much you support the channel. So, thank you so much. Khalil Mwassi, you're always active, you're always involved. I appreciate it. I see you. Shayla, Joel, one of the early ones. And some of our early ones, we have Mortejo, if I said that correctly. Mortes. Welcome, Mortes. Welcome to the family. Anthony D, a bull thing. You guys are the newest members. Welcome. Thank you so much for your support. And for those of you who don't know, you can join me on Patreon and have access to extended videos, extended podcasts. And soon, we're launching our Lebanese Arabic lessons. Tight, compact, practical, immersive lessons for daily talk. That's going to be $10 a month and starting in December, December 1st specifically. So if you want to join us, you can do it already. What you would do is you would sign up for the $1, $3, or $5 plan, and then you can upgrade when it's ready. So it's going to be ready on December 1st. The $10 plan will be available, and then you can upgrade. Or if you prefer, you just save the date and the link, and December 1st, bam, you join. One thing's for sure, I'm going to be teaching you uh, my style. <laughs> Which uh, answers one of our questions in the community. Misael Chavez, are you ever going to start the Lebanese Arabic program for those of us interested in learning? There you go, my friend. Mm. What is my phone? That's the girlfriend, my love. Uh, she's asking, how's filming? <laughs> Filming's awesome, my love. I'm currently actually recording the uh, podcast. And, uh, well, this is being recorded, too. So you're going to see it when you edit it. You can hear the uh, when messages are being sent. It's crazy. Let's see. Let's uh, let's go through some of those questions. Gabriel Shames, if I said that right, your question is, Aywa. I agree. <laughs> Melissa G, what is your go-to song for motivation to get yourself hyped up? Silence. That's what I listen to. That's my. No, I'm kidding. Um, it depends on my mood. Sometimes I like to put lo-fi beats, actually. Which, uh, I'm sure I'm not the only one. Because it's it's beats, but it's quiet. And at the same time, it's kind of relaxing. So you get into a zone. I don't feel like you always have to put intense, aggressive music. Although sometimes it can be motivating. Like, sometimes I'll put some... Uh, I like to put some epic trailer music, actually. Colossal trailer music. <laughs> You know, that kind of stuff. Moving on. Adin Hojik. Hopefully I said that right. I'm sorry if I messed that up. What do you think about this current situation? COVID. Parenthesis. Well, it is a situation. A global situation. Although, 
I just discovered recently, though, that several companies are, uh, you may have seen this in the news, like uh, Moderna, I think, and Pfizer, came up with uh, over 90% effective vaccines. So there is some hope. There is light at the end of this mad, dark tunnel. Moving on. Yasin Mustafa, 532. Can you talk more about anxiety? That's a good one. I mean, everybody, I think most of us may have experienced some level of anxiety or at least worry. But my understanding of anxiety is twofold. On the one hand, it's a physical reaction to your body thinking you're in danger. So you get a rush of adrenaline, the heart's beating faster, you're sweating, your, your blood is rushing to your arms and legs, okay? So your body thinks, your body, so to speak, thinks that you are being chased by some dinosaur or lion, whatever. But it doesn't know the difference from an actual lion and a lion that you invented in your head. So it reacts the same way. Actual stress and fear and that kind of panic mode makes sense if you, there's an actual life-threatening danger. But we humans have a tendency to recreate environments and realities in our head. That's how powerful the mind is. And as a result, your body reacts accordingly. So the first thing I would say is to recognize the source of, her, of your anxiety. Recognize the origin of your fear. Often, your mood and your physical reaction, your behavior, is connected to your environment or your thoughts. That's the basic pillars of cognitive behavioral therapy. I'm not the expert, but I've done enough um, fundamental research to understand where it comes from. So my tip is if you do find yourself experiencing anxiety, one of the first things you can do is breathing. Just pause. Breathing. Deep breathing tells your system and your body that the threat is gone. That helps. Otherwise, preemptively, recognize what's happening here. Recognize the thoughts. Okay, next one we have Suheib Bas. Suheib, Suheib. When are you going to make another season of Fragile Can with Nico? Ah, um, that's a good one. I think some of you have been asking uh, in the community what's happening with that. And if you remember the last holiday season of 2019, I announced that it was put on pause or basically it was uh, canceled. The reason being is that uh, uh, Bong was not able anymore to uh, participate. He had taken a different course, which I respect. Um, so it just different schedules, different uh, life choices, which means that um, it was put on indefinitely on, on hold. So, um, but like I said, it doesn't stop us from doing other cultural, similar, th you know, similar themes or similar videos with uh, the same kind of flavor, if you want. Which I've been doing recently with the Arab couple. So that's put on hold. Life, life happens, and uh, you carry on with other projects. This uh, head is filled with creativity and imagination. So that's uh, that's never a, you know, that's never a limit for me. You always find alternatives. Curiosity Lexin's fun. Are you familiar with Franco-Ontarian culture? I'm from Montreal like you. 
been here in my entire life, but both of my parents grew up in Ontario, and my mom has a Franco-Ontarian mother. Um, that's interesting. Um, my only experience of Franco-Ontarians is that they insist on being called French Canadians as opposed to Quebecois. So there's a distinct uh, cultural identity over there. And because uh, here, you know, you have a specific Quebecois identity and culture that people are proud of. Um, and it's even though they might sound very similar to French Canadians, they usually don't want to be called as such and vice versa. But uh, tell me more. I don't know that much more about uh, about Franco-Ontarians. Next, we have a question from Yara Jamal. Have you absorbed anything from Canadian culture? Give us some examples, please. <laughs> I definitely absorbed a lot from Quebecois culture because I'm originally from Montreal. So the French I speak, well, first of all, I speak French, but the French I speak is specifically from here. So je parle comme ça versus um, je parle comme ça which is more French from France. Je parle comme ça. Although mine is, tends to be, my accent tends to be a bit mixed. Mixed France, Quebec, and uh, Lebanese flavor in there. And generally North American, if you will, which you can hear now. But um, otherwise, in terms of values, well, poutine is pretty popular here. So that's something, uh, it's delicious, but it's, uh, it's heavy. So, warning you, if ever you come here and you want to try it, it's good, but you're going to have to do an hour of cardio after, if you care about your arteries, you know. Otherwise, values, I mean, here, individuality is, is, is stronger here than, let's say, in the Middle East and other parts of the world where family is important. So, I find there's positives and, well, there's advantages and disadvantages from each culture. So... Being from a communal, family-oriented part of the world means the group is important, but sometimes it can affect your personal, your personal freedom. And sometimes here you have the opposite. Your personal freedom is top, but you can lose connection with, you know, your kin, if you will. So that's the main difference, I would say. And I've found a good balance of both. But I do appreciate family. That's very important for me. Marie-Claire Schuker. Did I say that right? What are some what are some things you don't understand in your culture? Is there if there is anything you don't understand? Well, if you if you're referring to Lebanese culture, I don't understand why corrupt politicians are still in power. That's what I don't understand. Yes, you'll see that uh, Lebanese and uh, Middle Easterns in general are pretty rebellious against their uh, governments. We have a strong sense of freedom and rights. So that's really the uh, the big thing. What else? Fishing Adventures Dubai. Well done, Mark. You are doing great. Much love and prayers from Pakistan. Love you. I see you. Thank you. Yarasita 11. Do you have a favorite Arabic lullaby from your childhood? Would you sing it for us? For the Znulwin, the Znulad, for little Znulita. Um, I don't have a specific Arabic lullaby. Not that I remember. My mom has a very nice voice, but she would sing all kinds of things, but... 
يا عمي ابو مسعود عيونه كبار وسود it's not a lullaby but it's a, it's a funny song about an uncle ابو مسعود who's just always hungry reminds me of Abu Znud Memis ah would you visit Mars in the future the truth is I've been there and I uh, came to visit Earth very long time ago no I'm kidding um I would I wouldn't live there permanently for now at least as far as I know for several reasons but visiting Mars for me I would be I would be more comfortable if knowing that the travel would take no more than a month not a year I would not stay in a ship a year stay there and then having to knowing that it would take another year to come back for example so if things like fusion um fusion reactors fusion i believe it's fusion rockets which would be a, a very a, a much faster way from what i saw to get there it could cut time i think by it would be from nine months to like 90 days even less i think maybe a month i i'm willing to do that but even so i wouldn't live there permanently because the gravity mars is smaller than earth so gravity is less and i i checked i did some math and i weigh about 200 pounds if i'm on mars i would weigh about 70 75 pounds which means for a while i could jump a lot higher with the same muscular strength but eventually my muscles would might get weaker which is interesting because if you look far ahead i wonder if when there is a full civilization on Mars, because we're, we're going there, by the way. That's where we're going. Um, probably uh, shared between Mars, uh, um, Earth, and uh, Jupiter's moon, Europa, and stuff. But on Mars, specifically, generations down, you might find people to be smaller and thinner, with maybe, maybe bigger eyes, because Mars is a bit further from the sun. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't live there. But I'd definitely visit it's crazy I just love space man i can see mars from here i've become <laughs> thanks to this app i have this app called skyview um now i can recognize with my naked eye mars when it's in the sky it's it looks like a bigger brighter more orangey star and every time i'm like hey guys look mars most people are uh, interested and others are like okay mark we get it T-coupe, T no T cube T cup. What do you think about Thailand? Love your vids, by the way. Thank you. Um, I love Muay Thai. I did martial arts. I did karate. Rita does Muay Thai, by the way. A little secret. She's, she got solid roundhouses and punches. Just throwing this out there. Um, I've never been, but it's on my list. It's a really nice place. Abdel Rahim Jarai. Answer me, please, capital letters. All right. From your experience, what is the best way to learn a new language, especially for Chinese or Korean? I read light novels, by the way. Very good question. Since uh, some of you were asking how come I've, I know so many languages, I'm not fluent in all of them, by the way, but I've studied um, nine or ten. My tip is discipline. 
Everybody can just jump on learning a language, but what's your goal? What's what's your motive? You really want to master it or you just want to have basic conversation or not even? So that's the first thing you need to establish and then keep at it. You need to dedicate time and space for it. Regular time, weekly time, maybe even if it's 30 minutes a day, 30 minutes, three times a week, you're going to see progress. And second, you need to really find what's the best way for you to absorb. For example, I don't absorb a language if it's just lists of vocabulary and grammar and the overly theoretic, theoretical um, you know, structure. I learn by playing the game. So I throw myself in there immersive, which is how I'm going to teach my uh, Lebanese Arabic, by the way. I find it's more effective. So maybe listen to songs, find a friend. Um, there's a lot of apps, by the way, now where you can talk to native people. So that, that can help you. Um, immersiveness is, I think, the, the most effective way to learn. You know, the best would be to visit the country and live there. That's the absolute most out of your, out of your comfort zone method. You're going to learn fast. You're going to learn fast. Um, so, yeah, I think immersion. Watch a lot of videos and just keep at it. Chinese, by the way, I, I studied Chinese Mandarin for about a year or two. Um, but I was also learning five other languages. So And then I had to keep up with work. So I wasn't able to keep to prioritize all of them. So I, I was never able to master it. But I didn't find it grammatically so difficult. It's very straightforward. Shi, I am. Um, if I pronounce that correctly. Um, but the most difficult is the intonations. Four tones in Mandarin. So you got to really pay attention to those tones. Korean I've never studied, but I've heard of it and it sounds really cool. So I want to study Korean. Well, at least I'd like to, um, but definitely visit. 50k subs with only one video. You ask, do you know who is Abu Znud? <laughs> the question is, does Abu Znud know who I am? Uyghur Malay. Have you ever tried Mandi rice, Kapsa? or Mansef, or Hanith. I haven't, but I've seen, and it looks good. So ship it my way if, uh, if there's a way, but uh, definitely want to try it. Anissa Lanning, do you think the American government is doing everything it can for the American people during pandemic? Um, I don't live there, so I wouldn't be able to give a full picture. What's clear is that the country has one of the highest cases and deaths which is uh, very unfortunate. Um, I saw that with what I can say, at least, is you can technically always do more. You can always do better. I think uh, this virus was a big shock for everybody. And I know that there are countries like in, uh, in South Korea who managed it very well, um, even without hardcore quarantine. But... I think one of the most effective ways is as much testing as possible. When you can, If you could test everybody, you would know exactly who has it. So you would quarantine them and then definitely see a change. As far as, as, far as I can see. As far as I know. Um, but 
and you know that's a lot of money that takes a lot of preparation it takes a lot of uh knowledge in advance so that's i think something that should be done more push for more testing you might see a spike even more so because more people are tested but at the same time the more you test the more you know so that but now there's uh vaccines that are being that are coming out from moderna like i was saying moderna and uh pfizer like so there's some hope people otherwise i saw that the biden um covid team if i think if, i think they'll call that or the team that takes care of the everything related to the pandemic measures is trying it wants to try a method that is rather than mass quarantining more isolated so a zip code by zip code knowing okay we're gonna treat that area differently than the other so that's that might that's interesting i would need to read more about that but i think it's an interesting alternative instead of just paralyzing uh, the whole country but again i'm not the expert so i don't want to just throw things out there the most important is wear your masks and Take care of yourself, take care of your health, take care of your family, and uh, we're in this together, always. That's the, one of the biggest lessons um, I think we can learn from this, is to stick together. Whenever there's a storm in, in life, you got to stay together. It's very easy to break up, to divide, and start fighting each other. So that's my two cents. All right, let's see, we have one more question. Jax Ree, you have an image of something that looks like a gray alien. Very appropriate for your question. Do you think we're alone in the universe? Well, I've never met an alien personally. Or I, I like to say extraterrestrial. It's more uh, objective. Because alien, from Latin, alienus, means stranger. So if there are extraterrestrials, I wouldn't want them to feel like they're strangers. You know, I like to feel welcoming. So long as uh, they don't want to kill us. I think it's kind of anthropocentric, very human-centered to assume in this vast universe with billions of galaxies, each of them with billions of stars, which very likely have billions of planets, some of which we've discovered near us, that seem to be habitable, at least in their uh, shape or I don't know about atmosphere, but they're suggested they're suggested to be habitable. So with that in mind, I think it would be far it would be unrealistic and kind of close-minded to assume that we're alone. That's if we haven't been visited in the past. Or we're maybe being visited, but it's just not maybe it's not so widespread, you know, mass um, visibility. But I don't think we're alone in the universe. I'd love to meet extraterrestrials. See if we're if we can be part of a um, a big galactic federation. But to do that, let's say there are extraterrestrials, which uh, I want to say yes, there are. Let's go with that premise. If you're an extraterrestrial, advanced, you come to Earth, standing above there, sending your probes. And you see that everybody's fighting and 
they're destroying their planet. They're fighting with each other. They have so many unresolved issues. You might hesitate to uh, become friends with them. So you might wait. So that's a possibility. And in the meantime, you might send probes and uh, isolated events or people to see what's going on before making it mass, massive. But for us to even reach that point, I think, as a human civilization, as a planetary civilization, we need to go to a type 1 civilization. You may have heard me uh, in the Abuznud video talk about the Kardashev scale. Type 1 civilization. Where basically we become something of a world federation. You know, we just have a, you know, each country still exists, obviously, with their own governments. But we have a global federation where everybody comes together and we upgrade and we use the maximum energy capacity of our planet without destroying it, obviously. And we've solved some of our biggest problems have become not a problem anymore, like world hunger, um, water scarcity, for example, corruption everywhere on the... Um, I mean, maybe you can't remove corruption 100%, but it's generally well-managed, if you will. Once we do that and we upgrade, I think we'd be more fit to meet and join with other civilizations. They might share with us some technology, and even before they do, we might push our technology forward just because we're all coming together and joining our efforts as a global federation. In terms of funding, in terms of efforts and education. So that's what I think. That was fun, guys. Thank you for the questions. And send me more questions for the next Mark Talk. If you guys want to do more of this, I'm down. This is fun. And if you want to see the extended podcast, head over to Patreon. And you can sign up and join the family there. You have access to a lot more. There's also extended culture videos. And the other episodes, which are also extended. It's also a great way to support me. If you're watching this from YouTube, you can also listen to it on Spotify and Apple, Apple Podcasts. While you're driving, maybe. Thank you for watching and or listening to another Mark Talk. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more, more culture and more talks. And as usual, take care. This is a rising picture. Duh.